Turn your power on with the Turn Yourself On podcast so you remember who you are. I'm Marina J, and I'm a number one best selling author, psychic life coach, and speaker who has helped thousands of people for over 24 years heal their life back to fabulous because you are fabulous. Together, we're going to talk shadow work, emotional and metaphysical healing, and all things ascension. You can reach me at marinaj.net for my coaching, courses, and my number one best-selling book, Turn Yourself On. Are you ready to turn yourself on? Let's begin. Hey, 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 so this is part two of the first podcast that I just wanted to add a few bits and pieces to. So first of all, every day we've got a choice, right? Are we going to go high or are we going to go low? And even me saying that sentence would have been so different back then. Now it's got a completely different connotation because we've always known that in this moment we have a choice of how we respond to things. Now it's so much heightened with the new energy on this planet. So now you may have found that you are not as interested in listening or watching YouTube videos. Um, maybe you're getting daily updates before from people. Maybe now you just want to listen to one or two things a week. You might find yourself putting that book down. You're not as interested in it you might find that you are not wanting to take as much information in from the outside world. So if you find your concentration wavering when you're watching something, that's a huge sign. You might find yourself now more inclined to get your information from above. So you have a higher self just like me and your higher self is like your future self. And this is yourself that has already been through this same moment in time that you're going through right now. So they already know what to do. They're already guiding you. And they're already guiding you in how to navigate through this time period. And they're already guiding you on how to go high right? How to access your higher truth rather than going low and accessing your lower truth. So if you're not feeling as interested or as excited to watch somebody else tell you about the latest energies every single day, or you're not just, you're not needing it as much, it's because it's now between you and your higher self. The news that you're wanting to come in is going to come in from above down into you rather than from the outside and into you. I always say that the best news I'm ever going to get is from my higher self because it's completely curated for me. Never leaves, leaves me wanting. Never leaves me wanting, I should say. 
So really notice within yourself, are you finding that you're watching a round table, you're switching off halfway through? This is just a phase. This is like a little review period that we're going through right now. And when it's time for us to learn again, we'll switch all these things back on again because it's learning time. And you may not, you may decide to always go from your higher self. So for me, I watch very little. There's a few things that I do do, but I tend to get everything from my higher self. And it's interesting because when I wrote my book, I deliberately, up until that point, I was reading self-help books. And then about a year before I actually began writing, I stopped because I didn't want to unconsciously or subconsciously channel somebody else's work into my book without even realizing it. So I stopped. And then during the writing process, which took me a year, um, over two six-month periods, I stopped. And then afterwards, I just kind of stopped. And I actually haven't read a self-help book since. And my book came out in 2016. I actually haven't. And I know that I will. But it's almost like I really enjoy getting my own information because I don't have to sift through lots of different pages. I'm not having to sift through anybody else's belief systems. I'm getting it fresh off the press. When we hear information from other people, even if they're channeling for us, and by channeling, I mean literally they're taking it from another beautiful source and it's being moved through their body outwards to us, it's still going through their filter process. It's still going through their personality. So it's still secondary to what's going to come through to me. I still love those. But as I move forward, I actually find that what I'm most drawn to is my own higher self, my own messages. Um, It doesn't mean that I'm not going to listen to incredible people. Like I love Dr. Christiane Northrup. If you don't know her, go check her out. She's absolutely brilliant. She's been doing these 10 minute videos every day. I love her, right? There's other incredible people like Magenta Pixie. Awesome lady. But it means that I'm going to be listening more to me, right? Because the messages that my higher self are giving me every day are just for me. They're not for anybody else. So it's the best news I'm going to get all day. So I feel like this kind of review period that we're in, where the the training wheels have come off and we might feel a bit wobbly, it's like, let's see how you're going to go. You don't maybe want or need that interference from any outside source. You literally, it's between you and you now. And it's between you and you. And it's between you and God. And when I say God, I'm not being religious. I'm not not into organized religion at all. I'm talking about you and source. So always use your own word that you relate to. Um, So I think that's why nothing outward is holding your attention as well, right? Is that you're meant to go inwards. Um, And the other thing I wanted to talk about it's a time in my past where I freaked out at doing this. So I was training to be a life coach back in 2002. So 
18 years ago. And I trained with the incredible Debbie Ford, who is or was, I always think of her as present. She's actually passed away. Uh, so, I, But I always, you know, to me, it's like pass away or not, you're still here, right? But anyway, she was in California. And we, I, I, I was a single mum at the time. And my beautiful parents financially put me through that training. So I flew out to California for 10 days. It was the first sort of face-to-face training. And I remember sitting in the audience and she said quite a few things. And then she goes, right. So what, what do you usually do to raise yourself up. Now I'm going to change the verbiage a little bit so that it it kind of connects to what we're talking about here. So she said, you know, what crutches do you use during the day? And by that, I'm going to shift it to what do you usually do to raise your vibration? So what she said to us was, what is it that you usually do? If you go for a run in the morning, don't do it for the next 10 days. If you are drinking coffee a lot, stop drinking coffee. If you're smoking, stop smoking, right? What is it that you're doing? I want you to stop. And then one woman put her hand up and she goes, if I stop drinking coffee, I am going to get a massive headache. And Debbie goes, I'm going to assert that that headache was there before the coffee, before you even started drinking the coffee. And so what we want to do is when we stop doing these outward things, then we see what needs to come up to heal. And she worded it a bit differently than that, I'll be honest. These are more my words than hers. It was a long, long time ago. And I freaked out, right? I'm sitting in my seat. I can't remember how old I was. Oh my God, I think I was like 30, 31. I was in, in the dark night of the soul having an incredibly bad time all around, like pretty much every area of my life, except my beautiful daughter, Maya, the light of my life, the light of my life. And I'm like, shit, I don't do, I don't have vices like that. But I have chamomile tea. And if I don't have chamomile tea, right, I'm, I'm going to be edgy. And I have baths at night. And I do yoga. And she's saying to me, don't do those three things. Well, fuck. They're the things that make me feel really fucking good. How am I going to cope? Because it's going to be high stress. It was like 12 hour day trainings and all that. Highly emotional. So I began. And the first day I get back to my hotel room and I'm feeling quite wretched. We've been doing some shadow work and a lot of stuff had come up for me. And I was really out of it and I remember going to the did the kettle in the room and going oh my god wait am I gonna cheat or am I gonna do it I was like fuck let's just do it so I gave myself hot water and then I'm like oh my god I can't have a bath and what I realized is when I didn't do these things when I didn't do these outward things it was because Sorry, when I didn't do these outward things, fear came up. And so I had been doing these outward things for years. I mean, I was a yoga instructor, right? I was teaching yoga. That's what I did. But it was to stop the rising tide of fear that would rise up in me. 
So I remember at night just sitting there with this huge feeling in me of fear and I couldn't do chamomile tea, I couldn't do a bath, I didn't have anybody around me that I really knew, I was in a completely different country because at the time I was living with my parents in England and here I am in California, it's beautiful and sunny outside, I am feeling wretched. And so I'm like, I can't even do yoga. And you know when you sit down in training for hours and hours and I was like achy and painy and then I lost it. I'm like, how is this helping me? How is this actually helping me? This is bullshit. The whole, this is like self-love. She's saying to me, don't do (laughs) self-love. But really what Debbie was saying was, find it within. You don't need anything else outside of you if you already have it within. So all this was doing was taking away my crutches and revealing what I was trying to press down, trying to suppress, trying to stop from coming up, and it all came up. Now, I did have a bath one night. I remember it was a massive night. I did feel that I'd earned it, but that was it. That was the only bath in the whole 10 days. So it's like, what are your, what is your crutch? What are you relying on right now? Do you look forward to tuning in to Dr. Christiane Northrup every single day? Do you love to speak to your girlfriend every single day? What are you doing that is almost outsourcing the authority outwards going, well, if you make me feel relaxed, if you make me feel like everything's going to be okay, then it's going to be okay. And I don't need to think for myself how I can shift myself up because you're telling me everything's going to be okay. Or what is it that I am outsourcing to you? Is it my confidence that I am going to be okay? Is it um, what I've been feeling about the planet and you repeat it back to me? What is it that I'm needing through tuning into you? If you could stop doing that for a week, you would be forced to rely on some dormant aspects of yourself that are ready to come alive within you. And that might be the part of you that is telling you right now, you're going to be fine. And here's my guidance for you. What if that were true? Like, isn't that a gift you'd want to find out that you've had? So that's what I'm feeling about this time is it's for us to use our own steam, our own resources, our own natural abilities. And in doing so, we're going to strengthen our ability to go high when the low shows itself. And the low may show itself really in the outside world or in our world. But if we don't have that within ourselves, what we're really saying is, hey, outside world, whether the outside world is dark or light, you have the authority. You have the power over me. You have more power than me. You're still the authority. And what I want to say to you is part of ascension is realizing that nobody has authority over you. That's just a 3D construct. Nobody is more powerful than you. 
Nobody. Nobody is more powerful than you in this moment. Nobody has any authority over you at all. You're actually free. So this is how we step into our sovereignty. This is how we step into the power that we always knew we were. But maybe we're just outsourcing a little bit. What if we were to just pull back just over the next few days and see if we can get those messages of comfort from ourselves and hear them and believe them and trust them and move from them. Because we are the power, right? We are the change. And the power that you see in me is the power that is in you. The power that you see in the people that you're watching right now that seem to know what's going on more than you right now is the power that's in you. And it may not be your particular talent, right? Your talent might be that you're the most beautiful author. You're the most beautiful artist. You're a kick-ass IT developer, right? Whatever your talent is, it doesn't mean that we need to become as good as everybody else at everything that they do. No, we're all experts in our own zone of genius. And that's why we're all here on this planet to help each other out. But I'm talking about no longer outsourcing the feeling that we get from the outside world. We have the power to generate that same feeling within. We can do it now without watching the next round table, without talking to this person. Are you outsourcing your sense of self, your sense of belief in yourself, your... Um, Anywhere are you outsourcing your ability to heal yourself to a life coach, to a psychologist, to a healer, um, anywhere. Take it back. Take your power back. All that expert is showing you is your own ability within yourself. Now, they're still experts in their fields, right? And they're rocking it and they can teach you a lot. But you can take back your power and realize that they're assisting you and they're helping you, but you are the utmost power within yourself. And this is where you start to smile big because you start to realize how fun it is to be you. This is when you realize when you are in a healing session with a life coach, that you can sit there and go, how did that sit with me? How did that make me feel? No, that's not okay with me. I'm going to say something, right? It's no different than I went for a massage many moons ago, actually also when I was a single mom, around the same time period, actually, as when I uh, went to see Debbie Ford in America. And I went in for a massage. I was desperate for a massage. 
It was actually whilst we were on holiday in Centre Parks. If you're in the UK, you will know what Centre Parks is. Um, it's basically where lots of families can go and there's lots of covered over areas. So it feels a bit subtropical and there's lots of swimming areas. And I cannot remember how many steam rooms and um, saunas there were, but it was like, I might be making this up. It felt like there was 15 different rooms. It was amazing. Anyway, went for a massage and the, I got onto the table and the woman's hands were cold and her nails were kind of, I could feel her nails. And then I heard, <coughs> sorry. And she, she just kept sniffing and her hands never warmed up. Oh my God, I was like, no. And I can't remember how long I lasted. I think I gave her a good five to 10 minutes and then my body moved before I could talk. I just sat up, completely naked, except for my knickers. I just sat up and I said, this isn't working for me. This isn't relaxing. All I can feel is how ill you are. And I really appreciate you trying to give me a great massage, but your hands are freezing. And, you know, maybe you could take a day off and, and feel better. You know, and she's like, I can't take time off and all of this. And I said, well, this isn't working for me. Anyway, I left, bawled my eyes out. <laughs> cried all the way back to my, to my little little home that I was in and then I was like do you know what I'm gonna come back and I walked back told them all about it and they were beautiful they rebooked me in with another lady the following day and I went there and, and had an amazing massage but my point being is that I didn't outsource my power to her she didn't know better than me what was right for me I knew it wasn't all right for me because no one is in your body right now but you. Nobody knows how it feels to be you with your particular back ailment or your particular leg ailment or your particular issue in your life. Nobody knows right now how you feel in your tummy. Nobody knows. So nobody can have any more authority over you than you. And so when we stop outsourcing and projecting our power outwards, saying, you know stuff I don't know. Yeah, they might. But do they know more about you than you? Mm -mm. And can we take any feeling that we associate with that speaker? For example, I listen to her. I feel uplifted. My vibration lifts. Well, wait a minute. If my vibration lifts because I listen to her, then how could I generate a higher vibration within myself without listening to her? Because my emotion, this emotion, doesn't belong to her. It belongs to me. And I can ignite it and I can experience it and I can be in that any single time I want. So I'll give you an example of how that looks. When I was a single mum, again, people would often comment and they would say to me, you're a single mum be like yeah and they're like oh you don't seem like a single mum and I would say that's because I don't act like a single mum they were like oh I'm like yeah I'm not I don't look like it I'm struggling even though I definitely was in a lot of places I didn't act as if I was a victim and I'm not saying that's how single mums act, 
But I will say this, if you are a single mum, it's fucking hard. I take my hat off to you. And a lot of the times you can feel a victim because in certain situations you actually are. And I'm not into all the spiritual bullshit that says you can't be a victim because that's a single, that's a part of every single one of us. And when we don't actually own victim, we will bypass all of our feelings and pretend that we're always all right and then never actually care for ourselves or be gentle with ourselves. Anyway, that's another podcast for another time about victim and I will go into that another time. But my point being, when I was a single mum, I didn't act like what people assumed a single mum would act like. What that really was, I don't really know. And the reason is, is my high vibration wasn't dependent on the external, on the external being a certain way. Because my external, I had a shitty banger for a car that only began, only, um, I could only move forward in second gear because first gear was shot. Um, I had a tiny apartment that I loved, but it was tiny and half my income. I had to pay in rent. Um, my life was hard, very, very hard. And at one point I was traveling four hours to work every day, right? Round trip of four hours. And people would say, you know, you don't seem like a single mom because you're really happy. Yeah, my happiness isn't reliant upon anything or anybody. I own that. I own my happiness. It's with me. I don't need a special set of circumstances in order to feel happy or in order to feel peace. And I'm going to put it to you that it's exactly the same for your vibration right now, right? You don't need to work out every morning, listen to this, do that, go through a whole plethora of things every day, you can actually own that vibration within yourself simply by finding it and making friends with it and generating it, knowing that you can generate it anytime you want. And that's actually a a subconscious process that I do with my clients to generate whatever feeling they want anytime they want. And I remember speaking to a beautiful coach, actually. Um, he was he was a, a, a well-known coach. And I got chatting to him and he said to me, what's your morning routine? And I said, what do you mean? He goes, what do you, what do, you do in the morning to be, to be ready for the day? And I said, well, it just changes on how I feel. Like, if I don't want to go walking, I'll do yoga or... I will do dancing or maybe I'll self-pleasure or I'll just sit in the sun or like I just do whatever I feel. I was like, well, what do you do? And he took me through this list of, well, I do 50 affirmations, then I meditate, then I do this certain amount of exercises, then I tell myself that I can do it and then I stand up and I do this particular stance that makes me feel that I could rule the world. And I started laughing and I was like, why do you have to work so hard to get yourself into that high vibration? What are you having to deal with that keeps coming back every single morning? And he said, I don't know. I never thought about it like that. He said, I know that some well-known coaches do this. And I just thought this is what is needed to, you know, be that multi-million dollar coach. And I said, well, if you have to work that hard to be in a high vibration, 
there might be some shadows within you that you could look at to heal. Because once you make friends with your shadows, they're not shadows anymore, they're just light. So think about it. If you are having to work super hard to feel beautiful or super hard to you know, have a high vibration or super hard to feel happy and you don't feel happy very often or super hard to be at peace and you don't feel peaceful very often, you're probably relying on external factors without even realizing it. And we all have to start somewhere, right? We all end up doing these things without realizing it. And, you know, when I find something like that, when I go, oh, look at that then I just heal it. Everything is healable. There isn't anything in you right now that can't be healed because you are actually designed to heal. So, are you going to keep your vibration high? Is it dependent on, if you're in England, Boris Johnson? Or if you're in America, President Trump? Right? Or wherever you are in the world, Australia, sorry, I can't remember the Australian Prime Minister's name. (laughs) I was going to add him in. I'm like, I have no idea what his name is. Um, (laughs) It's at the tip of my tongue. I'm so sorry. But whatever country you're in, right, is your vibration going to be dependent on the next announcement from from the government? right? The government says there's going to be another lockdown or there's going to be this or there's going to be that rule. Is it dependent on that? And you're thinking to yourself, oh, as soon as we don't have to wear masks anymore, as soon as there's no lockdown anymore, I'm free and I can be relaxed. Well, hey, that's you relying on the outside world to feel a certain way. And that's not what our guides, that's not what the galactics have been teaching us to do genuinely since January, right? The last nine months, they've been teaching us how to have an independent vibration of the outside world, how to be super happy no matter what, how to be astonishingly, astonishingly happy, even if some stuff's really shit, right? So we actually have this ability. And again, it's not by suppressing our needs or it's not by pretending things are good when they're bad. Okay, it's not about that. It's that we can go high even if low stuff is happening within or in the outside world. We actually have that ability. And it's time for us to really rock it. So practice it today. Where can you respond from your higher self? Where can you respond from the higher truth? Where can you go high instead of low? Where can you get an IT issue crop up and just fall about laughing, right? You're still thinking it's completely crap, right? Which it is. But at the same time, you can still let all the love and light in from the planet right? You can still be in your heart. You can still feel soft and loving. You actually can have both. You can have a high vibration whilst witnessing a denser, lower vibration. And it's actually a skill. And the more you practice, the better you become at it. To the point where it doesn't mean that news is not going to knock you. You might hear something from the government and it might knock you out for a week. It might knock you out for a few days. You might 
feel like you're walking through sludge, like going in slow motion. But it also means you won't drop down as deeply as you once did and you'll bounce back quicker. We are the transmuters. We are the alchemists. That's, that's the alchemists. That's why we're here at this time, you and me. That's why we're here. We have this ability. And I'm teaching a six-part course on how to strengthen the alchemist within you, the wise soul within you that can do this, that can stay high, that can alchemize anything from dark into light, whether it's outside in the world or inside, because this is how we move to the new earth. So if you're interested in that, head on to my website, marinaj.net, have a look at my Instagram, my Facebook, and wherever else I've put it, and come join us. Um, I'm really, really, really looking forward to doing it. Remember who you are, and remember that there are parts of you that you haven't even met yet that are gonna come into play that you're gonna absolutely love. We are all remembering who we are. And the more I remember, the more happy I become because I'm amazing and you are amazing. You've got gifts and you've got ancient knowledge that hasn't even come through yet to the fore. And I can't wait until it does because you're gonna be leading me. You're gonna be leading me in the areas that I need help on. So thank you for all that you do. Just wrap your arms around yourself right now. Just give yourself a delicious hug and get really excited about what is to come because it actually doesn't matter what's going on in the world. It just matters what's going on in you. And you have the power right now to have the best day. All my love. See you next time. Thank you for turning yourself on with me. Please leave me a gorgeous review which helps me to serve you. And come find me at marinaj.net for support and at marinaj coaching for Instagram, Facebook and YouTube for glitter bombs of inspiration. Because you're not on your own and if you have you by your side, you'll never be on your own again. Give yourself a big hug, wrap your arms around yourself and thank yourself for all that you are as you give thanks for all that you are becoming.